All right, good morning, and thank you for joining us on this beautiful Monday edition of your preferred sports show radio talk football talk sports. Yes, we are back. Um, first things first, let me introduce myself. I remember yours truly, um, Jerry Foma, but you guys know you can always call me um, the Jade's Wonder. And um, first things first, I have missed you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happens sometimes, you know, these technical things and all that. In one minute, we thought we're back up, the next minute, you know, we had to deal with these things, you know. But instead of, you know, shutting down completely, you know, we had to try and um, see what we can do and, um, you know, come on air for you guys once once. But then, unfortunately, we were not able to do. Um, the football extract on Wednesday and also the talk football talk sport on Friday so uh, we missed out on a lot but then we will try and cover as much as possible today and uh, hopefully on Wednesday uh, we get to do the rest um, Welcome to the Sporting World of Information and just proper entertainment I have with me my tag team champions in person of um, the passionate farmer king Oluwashi and of course um, the playmaker himself Desmond Elijah Adegoke um, Chris, don't call us Jeremy Elijah today Welcome guys, how are you guys doing? You're all fine. Uh, good morning to our listeners. Uh, good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Desmond. Good to be back on the MIC this morning. And uh, like you said, these two guys, and we're here to do justice. So, to talk sports, stay tuned. Hmm. Yes. What's uh, up? Good morning, Jerry. And good morning, Farah. Good morning to our listeners. At home. Uh, like you guys said, uh, first of all, you are all looking, you know, cute and handsome. Yeah. Like you said, you know, it's good to be back here. You know, after after we didn't, we didn't come on. Wednesday and Friday with yeah, these yeah. two guys and I'm sure you all missed us as well but uh, trust us we are here to do justice to all the yeah, but before we do justice to those world of sports, um, it's a new week. As always, you, you guys know how we do it. We are thanking God for life. Please stay safe out there. Um, I cannot stress this enough, especially um, going by the elections that we've done in the country in the last three weeks. Uh, please, you guys should just stay safe out there. Always sanitize and wash your hands. If there's anything COVID has taught us, it should be uh, that we retain that cleanliness that we all learned <laughs> during COVID, please do not throw that away. If you are not neat before, learn to be neat now. If you are not a germophobe before, you know, I don't say, I'm not saying you should be 100% germophobe, but at least adopt one or two on things. Just just keep your environment clean. Um, talk about talk sports team and all of us here at Empire Radio, we are wishing you all the great and a safe week ahead. Um, let, let's just quickly get into it um, with other sporting actions, starting with Formula 1. We have Sergio Perez, head of teammate Max Verstappen, to take a Red Bull 1-2 finish in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Um, Verstappen fought from 15th on the grid to 4th place before his safety car closed up at the field and brought him into contention for victory, but had to settle for second as Tom Martins Fernando Alonso was reinstated in third after a post-race penalty was overturned by seven-time champion Lewis Hamilton of Mercedes finished 5th. Um, it was Red Bull's second consecutive 1-2, uh, that's first and second finish at the start of the season. They have begun with every impression that they will be almost impossible um, to beat this month. Let's quickly do this. And um, Red Bull, the first two races of the season, first, second, first, second. And their car um, during testing um, seemed like it's, it just made other cars look as if they are not um, ready to race this season. And the first two races of the season, they've dusted everybody. Um, Hamilton is not even here in the podium as well. Um, are we going to wait longer for that eight world title and who will challenge Red Bull this season? You know, it all looks to be, I, I, I mean, this season it looks to be quite, I mean, it's going to be interesting, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, I mean, all the focus and attention currently, you know, is on Red Bull and uh, uh, it's really going to be interesting. Why would no 
the skills and the dexterity of Lewis Hamilton, but then is I, I, I mean there's absolutely nothing much you can do, you know, if the car you are driving, you know, is not is you know is not up to scratch. But then, like I said the other time, you know, this is someone that I, I mean that has I mean that has had the luxury of enjoying, you know, the best of Mercedes Benz, you know, and uh, like we know, you know, uh, you cannot always be at the top, you know, forever, you know, and uh, this. You know, it's what makes Formula One interesting. You know, I mean, we expect him now to now show his natural talent and instinct. You know, and rival what Red Bull are putting out there. But like I said, it's really going to be an interesting season. Everybody should brace up for this. All right, everybody should brace up for Red Bull. <laughs> this is but then let's move on to tennis where Carlos Alcaraz breezed past Danny Medvedev, um, six three six two in one hour eleven minutes to win the Indian Wells title and return to the world number one on the rankings ahead of Novak Djokovic. And the U.S. Open champion win his third career's Masters one thousand title. And Djokovic was forced to withdraw from the Indian Wells because he was unable to enter the United States due to his non-vaccinated COVID nineteen status. And he will also miss this week's Miami Open where Alcaraz is the defending champion. Um, in the women's final, Elena Raikina avenged a defeat in the Australian Open final by beating Anna Sabalenka in straight set 7-6-6-4 to win the India Wales title. Um, this is Raikina's maiden WTA 1000 title and marks her first win over the world number two Sabalenka in five attempts. So congratulations to uh, the teenager um, Carlos Alcaraz and of course um, Elena Raikina in the Ultimate Fighting Championship, the UFC. Um, Leon Edwards retained his welterweight title in front of his home fans as he beat Kamaru Usman uh, by majority decision at the UFC 286 in London. Edwards was the more dangerous striker throughout as he prevented the majority of Usman's takedown attempts. The win over Usman since Edwards make his first title defense is beating Usman in August. The bout at the O2 Arena was billed as the biggest MMA fight in history. Um, a lot of us were looking forward to um, this fight and. Um, uh, before um, Usman lost to Edwards, he had not lost before in August. A nice back-to-back -back defeat. And um, although he did beat um, Edwards in 2015, but you know he lost last year to Edwards, and um, he has lost to him again um, on Saturday night. Um, now there's no argument there. 2-1 is leading, so he can beat him. And back-to-back -back is, is like a confirmation that if the first one was a fluke, this one is confirmed. And um, we expected a lot from Kamara Usman. We call him the Nigerian nightmare. Unfortunately. He now has a new nightmare called Leon Edwards. What's your take on um, Usman, you know, not able to win back his welterweight um, belt? Well, I think for me, I'm sure right now, uh, he, he will not be happy right now after the fight and everything. Uh, see what he can do, the coach and everything. I, mean, I think, uh, just to, my advice for him is just like, uh, going forward for him, probably you should just, uh, it might be, it might be uh, in this way, he might not be happy to say this way, but my advice for him is just like, Probably see some small fights just to beat up yourself against coming uh, challenging another big uh, your your arrivals out there before you can plan to fight another fight. So I think for me, you should just try to do that. Probably uh, pick up one or two small fights, build yourself up. Then you want to challenge this guy again, then you can go and take your time to do that. I think I can't really say there is one this time because August last year to now, I think it's, it's very very far enough, and I think he, he should prepare. I think he prepared himself, but it wasn't that day for him yesterday, so I think he lost. So I think that's my advice for him. Should just going forward. Uh, let's see how he can for him. Alright, um, this one. Um, Usman at one point was um, viewed as the best pound for pound fighter um, in um, the welterweight division. What that means is that he was the best nobody could step to him. He was beating everybody back and silly. And um, for him to lose back to back now, and looking at what Sean just said, that um, you know maybe he should take some undercard fights, you know, build himself back up. 
I don't think it's a confidence thing for him, but then maybe he should take um, Shion's advice and you know, maybe just get a couple of wins under his belt and you know, get back to fighting the top dogs. And what's your take on that? I don't think it's a, I mean, it's a confidence thing, you know, and that. Uh, see, for every champion, you know, you I mean, you always go through a purple patch and they're always buggy, you know, I, I mean, buggy teams and buggy opponents mm. when you and that. The way Rams beat I, PSG I, I, and um, <laughs> Messi was unable to do anything. But go on. You, you know, I think for me, I think they are cross with part again. I mean, I mean, uh, Usman and Edward, you know, mm -hmm. they are cross with part again at some point. Uh, but then, well, like you said, I think uh, he needs to take his time, you know, We've seen this moment whereby, especially in combat sports, where I mean, where someone defeats another person, and uh, immediately you know you want to come back and fight that person mm. and all of that. You know, uh, I think for me, it should take his time now. You know, I mean, Conte, we know that he has the skills. You know, he has the power and all of that. And uh, if things works out for him, you know, he can actually beat Edwards. And uh, it's I, I mean, it's almost happened in the in previous their, fight. I, I mean, in their first fight, you know, but for that. I know a whole lot of people have called that a moment of a lack in concentration and all of that, you know, they've used everything. And uh, prior to this fight, you know, I saw a snippet of, I mean, I mean, all that fight and that, uh, you know, uh, Edward was truly beaten in the, uh, I mean, in that match already, but then, Lord smiled on him, Fortune smiled on him, and you know, he took his moment and it worked out for him, you know, and uh, I think for me, he should just take his time, you know, get some uh, I mean some uh, other fights. Uh, I mean other fights you know a couple of fights you know to regain uh, I, 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 I mean it's momentum winning, I mean it's winning mentality and momentum and at least before they are passed I mean, without cross uh, again uh, again and you know pick the right time you know to always fight this kind of a person that has become a bogey for you. Mm. All right, let's move on to um, basketball. Finally, another sporting um, action where Nikola Djokic recorded his 28 triple double of the season with 22.17 rebounds and 10 assists as Denver Nuggets rediscovered some of their form with a 108 102 road win against the Brooklyn Nets. Milwaukee Bucks turned past the Roto Raptors 118 111 thanks to Giannis Atetokounmpo's 33rd career triple double of 22.13 rebounds and 10 assists. Shia Gillios Alexander scored 40 points um, and um, was uh, chanted to the um, to the sound of MVP uh, to help Oklahoma City Thunder um, to a 124-120 win over the Phoenix Suns. And another result, New Orleans Pelicans defeated Houston Rockets 117-107 away at the Toyota Center. LA Clippers also defeated Portland um, Trailblazers 117-102 away at the Moda Center, while LA Lakers beat Orlando Magic 111-105 at the Crypto. Um.com Arena. In some news from the locals, in starting with results from the CAF Champions League matches played over the weekend. In Group A, AS Vita held reigning champions Wither Casablanca to a goalless draw at home, while JLS Cabello claimed a narrow 1 0 home win over Petro Atletico. In Group B, Alali Trash Cotton Sport 4 0 away, while Halila Omdoman and Mamalodi Sundowns battled to a 1 1 draw. In Group C, Simba FC dismantled the Royal AC 7 0 at home, while Vipers SC and Raja Casablanca uh, played out a 1 1 draw. And finally, in Group D, Almeret and Esperance the spoils in that 1-1 draw while Sierra Bellus that beat Zamalek um, 2-0 at home. Um, result from the Cup Confederations Cups games played over the weekend in Group A at Agda East past Marumo Gallants 4-1 at home while St. Eloy Lupopo held USM Oja to a 1-1 draw. In Group B, Esek Mamosa edged Moteme Pembe 2-1 away while Inyama Nwangwas Brace helped um, MPFL champions um, Rivers United to a 2-2 draw against the Ablis Norris in Port Harcourt. Uh, Rivers United still top of the log with 10 points. Asek Mimosa second, also on 10 points. The Ablis Norris third on 5 points, while Motema Pembe bottom 
on um, two points after five games. Um, the final round of matches in that group with Serie vs United travel to um, Asek Mimosa, but then we'll come back to that in a minute. In Group C, Future FC beat Asko Kara um, 3-0 at home, while Farabat um, defeated Pyramid FC 1-0 at home. And in Group D, AS Real Bamako HTP Mazembe 2 at home, while Young Africans defeated US Monastar um, 2-0 at home. Uh, without you, because of our time, we cannot talk about all these games. We still have a lot more to cover. But um, let's just talk about Rivers United because, hey, for sentimental reasons, and yes, because we are Nigerians, we love our people. Um, let's talk about Rivers United. Um, they 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 um were trailing the match, then they led two one, then you know they considered that late, um that late goal um in the something minute um, but then they are still top, they are still top. We all know how they started the group, you know. But then they had three straight wins, and now they had this draw. Uh, we've always said um you know if they get three home wins and maybe um remaining draws, they, they, they will they will confirm their status in the group. Now they were able to get um two home wins. And um, one draw, one away win, one away defeat, and of course they are going away to Esek Mamosa, who they are both level on ten points with, and um, all they need to do is draw that game. Um, do you see them drawing that game? And your take on them, you know, dropping points against them, um, Diablo um, Noise? Well, I think for me so far, uh, I think Rivers United they, they've done beautiful well in, in the, uh, the cup, uh, competition this season. So far this season, uh, he's getting ten points out of. Uh, uh, four games so far now, I think for me. Five, five games so remaining them. I think uh, not a bad result, not a bad point for them. Ten point is top of the log. I think uh, the next game now, what you need to do is just get a draw and just see how it goes for them. Mm-hmm. But coming down to, to to the local scene, I think they are not really doing well. I think that's probably that will really affected them going forward in the continental because uh, the two, I think two of the three outstanding games they have so far. I think they draw the two games that they have. We won a, we won at home, and right now. Another draw again for for Rivers United, which I think is not really. I think they should start uh, see what they can do. The confidence at home, I think the fans and everything. They should just they need to start getting results at home. Very very important going forward for them, especially in the league as well. So let's see. I see them qualifying to the next stage. Um, I think I think they already qualified. They qualified already. Just to cement yeah, the yeah, first yeah, and second. I yeah, think yeah, just to, to secure their status as top of the group and have that um, second leg advantage of playing. Um, it, um, the second match at um, or the next round at the Port Harcourt. Um, I, I think I understand what you are trying to to say that uh, maybe um, some of um, their 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 drawing um, matches in their outstanding games affected their continental. Um, I don't think I think I don't think that's the case in my own opinion. Uh, but then you know what's your take on on on, um, on, on what um, Rivers United have done so far? Because um, if they had lost that game yesterday, it would have been a disaster. They would be chasing it away in Abidjan. Uh, but then, you know, at least they were able to salvage something and um, um, seven points out of nine is a, present, is, is, is a decent um, number of points to get from home. And you know, all you need to do is you are not under pressure, but then how will they approach that, how will they approach that game um, at Asek Mimosa is what I'm concerned about. And knowing Rivers United, they can just lose guard and concede three first half goals below the belt, Jerry, calm, calm down, below the belt, but then still, I'm just worried for them because I want them to, you know, top the group. Although they qualified, you know, they can take it easy. But then, for them to show the stop of champions, like Sugar likes to talk about, you know. <laughs> I think they've done brilliantly well. You know, I mean, I, 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 I mean, we are talking about a team that lost 3-0 away in the, opening the, game. the I mean, in the opening game of the group stage, and that you know, they rallied back. You know, came home, defeated their next opponent so 3-0, and then they went away got red carded in that match and still came up with three points you know 
and although even though we were expecting them you know to get three months more point yesterday you know the game didn't start well for them man ampere you know I mean, Scott and Ongo, but then it was a real testament to them that uh, it showed character. Are, are, I mean, they showed character that Inhima has to score two quick fire goals in that. But then, I mean, then but now as you know, rallied back and that uh, equalized and that uh, they were able to hold on. They needed just one point, you know, to qualify for the next round of the tournament, and they got that one point. And now they are in the quarter final, you know, of the Cup Confederations Cup. And that uh, you know, I've been saying it. Uh, it is not important that you top your group. In Africa, because it does nothing, especially when you are meeting the North African team. You know, you have to do an excellent job, both home and away. Your, I mean, your own future doesn't even determine it. You know, I mean, we've seen not. Okay, we've seen uh Nigerian side in this season's competition. You know, that went away. They did brilliantly well, and we thought they are in the next one. Of the, of the I, 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 I mean, of the tournament, and then they came up. They couldn't get it done. So what Rivers United? I mean, what Rivers United need to do is that see, don't focus all your attention on the game against Asset Mimosa. You've qualified already. Let your French player play that game so that they will have a feel of the I mean of continental football because it is going to help them going forward because we can't I mean we can't say if they get I, 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 I mean if there are suspensions and all of that injuries and all of that so you will need to bring in this player you know or to come in and once they get to the later series of the competition you know they need to show that they are the true champion of Nigerian league and they need to represent us well both home and away mm. Anyways, um, let's quickly move on um, to some football news from Europe Top 5 League. Starting with results and from the French League 1, where Lyon announced battle to a 1 1 draw. Second half goes from Alexandre Ribeiro and Mohamed Bayo helped Leo to a 2 0 win at Tolu and goes from Wissem Ben Yada and Krepin Diata. In either half, some Monaco beat Ajaccio 2 0 away. Montpellier defeated Clemaphot 2 1 at home, while Lons East passed Angiak 3 0 at home thanks to Seko Fofana and Luis Openda's double. Um, following Balogun's opener was cancelled by Alexis Sanchez's double. As Marseille came from behind to edge Rams 2-1 away, Strasbourg defeated Auxerre 2-0 at home, Troy and Braves entertained us to a 2-2 draw, Nice and Laurent played out a 1-1 draw, while goals from Kyle Toko Ekembi and Arnold Kalimwendo, in either half saw Rams reigning champions and Lord leaders PSG 2-0 away um, in Paris. Uh, is the season over for PSG or why are they playing like this? Come on. I think uh, the should I say probably the, the crashing out of the Champions League still still in their head. I think that's the reason why they lost that game. Because to me, I I, I see them getting the maximum point in that game. But we know Reigns as well. They, they are, are home. They are lost. home. So so, I, I, for me, I think that's the reason why. I think that's they haven't come, uh, they haven't gotten themselves back from from that uh, crashing out of the Champions League. So I think that's the reason why they, they, they lost that game. Okay. Uh, do you agree with uh, former Kings assessment that they've not gotten themselves from? Um, 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 they are still the hangover of the Champions League defeat is still worrying them. Oh, I don't know why the hangover of the defeat of the Champions They have the world best player there, I mean, the greatest of all time. They, they have still the be worrying them as They have the beast in Kylian Mbappe. It is there. not a new in the Champions League. No, it is so not let's, a new the Champions. let's talk no, about the league. No, so. it is not a new territory for them now. You know, they've been crashing out of the Rabbit system. I mean, I did say that. And they didn't crash out to just any house, you know. They crashed out to the best team in the tournaments in this season. And I think for me, arguably, you know, uh, well, arguably, well, we are talking about a team that is yet to drop a point in this season's tournament. Same can be said um, about Benfica too. Arguably, Benfica drew. 
agitators. Arguably. You know, uh, I, I mean, and, uh, you know, in making my point, I think uh, the players are not being fair on the fans, you know, who have been supporting them all season. And uh, Rune has not even been that excellent this season. And to be losing 2 0 at all, you know, they were not even, yeah, I mean, in, I mean, in that match at all. And uh, I mean, I think at this rate, you know, I fear for. Christophe Gatia's job and uh, a whole lot of the players in that team, you know, need to look themselves, you know, in the mirror, you know, they need to do better. Mm. I mean, they should. I mean, they, 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 they need to actually better. really do better and step up. But then moving on to the German Bundesliga, where Borussia Mönchengladbach and Werder Bremen battled to a 2-2 draw. Um, Augsburg and Schalke all played out a 1-1 draw. Bochum Stone, RB Leipzig, um, 1-0 at home. Wolfsburg edged um, Stuttgart 1-0 away. Union Berlin beat Frankfurt 2-0 at home, where Andre Kamarik Brace inspired Hoffenheim to a 3-1 win. Over Hertha Berlin at home, goals from Rafael Guerrero, Donian Malen, and two goals each for Marco Reus and Sebastian Haller. Saw Borussia Dortmund humble FC Cologne 6 1 at home. Mainz and Freiburg shared the spoils in a 1 1 draw. White Joshua Kimmich's opener was cancelled by double penalties from Ezekiel Palacios and Spire Lebakuzin. Came from behind to edge defending champions Bayern Munich 2 1 at the Bay Arena. Now, interestingly, Borussia Dortmund out top. The Bundesliga of 53 points, while Bayern Munich is second on 52 points after 25 games. Um, this game made me cry yesterday. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, Bayern Munich, um, we, we've seen this script before. We've seen this script before. The thing is, can Borussia Dortmund hold on until March day 34? Well, that question, uh, I think, uh, for, for, for Dortmund to, to answer that, because uh, we know how, uh, how it has been for them for, for years now. The consistency has not been there for working for them. So I think uh, that's why most times Bayern will just capitalize on it and we'll just start winning. But I think right now, I remember we're talking about this league at January, early January. This we're year. always talking about the Bundesliga that wants yes. to challenge or something. So yeah. uh, I think uh, we were talking, asking that probably, uh, let's see how it goes for Bayern winning up. At probably by March or February, they will just start winning and just win the league. But right now, uh, it's not what we're thinking. I think everything is just going up, uh, up, ups and down for, for Bayern Munich. I think for me, uh, at this day right now, the, the, I think the league is still open. Bayern Munich can still catch up. Bayern Munich can take us up, like, because we know Dortmund, they're only that day. So I think Dortmund, Bayern can still get something out of that. Um, um, I can understand where Shane is coming from. <laughs> because, of course, it is Bayern Munich. But then, we all know that this Bayern Munich, while they have been excellent in the Champions League, in the league, they have really, really struggled. Um, considering Bayern Munich standards, a case can be made. Ah, come on, they're just second on the lot. One point bad leaders, they're, they're in contention. Um, look at City and Arsenal and all that. So you got they're still better than City, considering defending the champion status and ETC. Uh, but going by Bayern Munich standards, in the league, they've been struggling. And um, looking at Dortmund and how they've approached um, 2023, you know, holding on to that form. Um, that's why I said, can they take this, um, can they take this um, um, lead to match day 34? Um, do you agree with Sean's assessment or um, that Bayern Munich could get that straight wins and Dortmund would just fold? Or do you see um, Dortmund actually edging Bayern Munich this time around um, uh, to the Bundesliga title? You know, it is difficult to see Bayern Munich, you know, going on that, uh, I mean, on those kind of amazing ones, you know, that they've been doing in past season now, but then also it is difficult to see this Borussia Dortmund not dropping points as well because they also have been in similar situation, you know, where they were leading, you know, the table comfortably and that, uh, you know, from nowhere, you know, they will start dropping points and that. Uh, Bayern Munich will blue, I mean, we just blew past them, but, uh, I mean, but then this, uh, the two teams, you know, from the beginning of this season, you know, Bayern Munich has not been touching now. I mean, that we've always known in the league, you know, they've been dropping points here and there, and uh, that is what is going to make the 
I mean, the league really, really interesting, you know, Ocon me. And I and I think for me, if I want to, I mean, if I want to put my money on anything, you know, I'll still put it on uh, buyer money because of, uh, I, I mean, because of the mentality, I mean, of the players, you know, they've been in this sort of position before and they, I mean, and they still have this man that loves to talk and, I mean, in Thomas Muller, but in the German Bundesliga, and I think I will have to, you know, uh, uh, apologize to you, Jerry, and I will have to apologize to Shabby Alonso as well, because when they appointed him, uh, I think around, I mean, around September, you know, thereabouts, you know, I was really critical of him, especially when he was getting those beatings here and there, and uh, I know that you said that for someone who has worked with top managers, perhaps if we have something, you know, to, to do, I mean, you know, to offer that team, and I mean, and in recent one, he has truly shown that yeah. you know, he has steadied the ship. The team is playing well. Yeah. They are scoring goals, especially and, in European competitions, and, and, and combining that with that huge result against Bayern Munich. Although we know that Bayern Leverkusen has those players also, but they to now have the mentality, you know, to come from a goal down, you know, and beat Bayern. Yeah, even that first half, they were the better team. Munich just had that. They just took their chance. I mean. I mean, it's a good thing, and uh, my brother, I apologize. You see, this is why I respect Desmond. Eh? You see, the two of us will like, um, how do I say it? When I'm, when I'm wrong, or when I say stuff, I hold up my hand, especially about the Morio uh, football, leaving Morio. I still think football has left him, but then he keeps proving himself um, by winning stuff and getting Roma to places that they've not been in years. So I hold my hands up and I say that. And he just, I thought he would not do that. I will wait for him till Wednesday and do it again. If he didn't do that, then I would have attacked him. But then he's a very smart dude. And the lad just got away. He paid me, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, let's move on to the Italian tier. Where our own Tyrone Boys opener, I was cancelled by Martin De Rune and Rasmus Holdings. Um, goals as Atalanta came from behind to Spezia 2-1 in Bergamo. Um, Satuolo Clemenaro 1-0 home win over Spezia. Monsan Cremonese battle to a 1-1 draw. Uh, Bologna twice came from behind to hold Salanitana to a thrilling 2-2 draw away. While Udinese defeated um, defending champions AC Milan 3-1 at home. In the Rome Derby, Matteo Zaccani 65th minute goal helped Lazio to a 1-0 win over Roma at the Stadio Olimpico. Sam Doria defeated Verona 3-1 at home. Fiorentina edged Lecce 1-0 at home. Goals from Christian Caracilia, Tanga Ndombele and Victor Osimhen's double. So runaway leaders um, Napoli trashed Torino 4-0 away while Philip Kostic's first half goal was enough as Juventus stunned former champions in San Milan 1-0 away at the San Siro with both teams finishing the game with 10 men. Uh, Let's talk about our Syria generally. AC Milan, they are, they are seriously struggling in the league. Defending champion, they cannot def- they cannot defend this title. So that's that for that. Another embarrassing, no, not embarrassing, disappointing defeat away at Juventus. I'm sorry, Udinese. Udinese. Um, what's their name? <laughs> Napoli. Nobody seems to be stepping up to the plate right now. Uh, Inter Milan that we thought would do it, um, lost at home to Juventus and. Um, um, Napoli just seems to be doing what they do best, you know, playing good football, enjoying themselves this season. Karishinda and Osimhen just can't stop scoring or assisting in, in the games. And um, ACB, um, it's safe to say that Napoli is their titles to lose, unless something um, catastrophic happens. <laughs> uh, I think they have like, is it 18 point lead now? Uh, it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, but then looking at Juventus, we, can, we, we should talk about them. Impressive stuff from them. Struggled earlier on in the season. Um, deducted points. String a couple of wings together. Deducted points. And now, you know, lost some games. And now they are winning games. And that's a massive win away at Inter Milan. What's your take on the whole result from the Italian Serie A this weekend? 
for me, I not forgetting Roma, another defeat it's... away at Lazio. Uh, well, for me, Napoli, uh, I think a uh, uh, good one for them. By now, people should start congratulating them for, for at least getting winning the league. And for who again, Inter Milan, uh, not a good not a good result, uh, losing to Juventus. Uh, like you said, uh, we saw what happened to Juventus uh, from this season so far. The points, they were second, uh, I think they were second or third of the league before they started the points. And we, we asked the question that probably, uh, we did at least. What was the way forward for them after they thought the points and everything? And I said, I see them getting something out of that. At least they will see, uh, see that maybe probably not the top four, probably the top six. So, and we we'll see what they've done so far. Getting the result, getting the result, very, very important match. And not just a small team, big match as well. Getting the three points, very, very important for them. I think for Juve, uh, I see that is getting something before the end of the season. And for AC Milan, uh, they are not really there. They are really there. I think uh, this season so far, they are not just there. Probably injuries and everything have really affected them so far. And for Moreno as well, uh, a lot, a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Moreno will just be Moreno. I think it's not really. It's really affecting Roma. I think it, it probably should just leave Roma at the end of the season. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she just leave. Uh, that's what your take on your it's, um, Italian Serie result over the weekend. Uh, interesting and uh, you know contrasting results uh, here and there. And, uh, but then kudos to Juventus, you know, for holding it, you know, and uh, for a team that we deducted uh, 15 points, you know, earlier this year, you know, and uh, you, uh, I mean, we, we all can remember how they struggled at the beginning of the season, and uh, you know, they, you know, they, they put things together and went on that amazing run until they were the doctor point. I mean, until they were the doctor point, and uh, you know, some things would have capitulated under yeah, that, but now they are doing it and they are just seven points off the top of four. four. And who says they cannot be in that position because I mean, with the way they are performing and with the way the other teams, you They're know, uh, uh, I mean, and doing and that, you know, for AC Milan, you know, we've always been talking about them, and I think it is a problem of score depth, you know, when you have a team that just won the league, you know, last season and that, they are here struggling. I mean, I'm not blaming the players because, I mean, the number of games they play in the past season and the consistency, you know, is taking its toll on them. But I think the management need, you know, to help this player. And the manager also, you know, so that it's just who can come out. We are talking about a team that's that's still relying on the I mean, I mean, a thirty-eight years old and forty-one year old striker. Who, for God's sake, and you want to compete with the best in the league? I mean, I mean, and in Europe, and uh, see, and for Roma, Mourinho has done a brilliant job with Roma. No other manager, will, I mean, we put them in this current position that they are right now we are talking about a team that i mean that is not even willing to spend you know to spend money to revamp the squad you know i i mean it is sad and the more we keep talking about them we keep forgetting also that they are about four or five points off i mean off second spot see the problem with Syria this season is the inconsistency with these other teams and that is why napoli has run away, you know, with this uh, league title, and uh, like you said, maybe they should be, con- I mean, congratulating them already. But then we know uh, until it is mathematical, I mean, I mean, mathematically yeah. impossible. You know, they will not be, I mean, they will not be crown champion. But an impressive start from Napoli, and uh, for Inter Milan, you know, they are just been Inter Milan, and uh, uh, I think Lukaku went there and they helped them. Now wow. And. Uh, I mean, someone was saying over the weekend that, that the problem of Inter Milan is caused by Lukaku. Hey, I think that has been, uh, I mean, unfair, you know, Otto Lukaku. I mean, it's like you saying that, uh, I mean, we know he's been injured, you know, 
for most of this season but then the problem with Syria is the fact that the league doesn't have money you know they are not getting quality players you know uh, I mean into the team and what has helped Napoli is the fact that they've been able to buy brilliantly you know the, I mean I think you can say that uh, Napoli are the brighting of uh, I, I mean of Syria with the way the sports talents you know and bring them in mm. You're sinking in. Give me one minute. Hmm. Okay, I'm done. I think I agree. Um, not just on the player front, also in the manager recruitment front, because you could have gotten all those players and um, not gotten the right manager, and everything will still fall like yeah. a pack of cards. So I think I'm getting Luciano Spalletti. Who we all thought um, was all done with. Yeah, and um, I think he actually deserved everything he's getting right now because that man has paid his dues. That yes. man has really paid I his dues. Remember this with Aroma Park? Yeah. He has paid his dues. He has paid his dues. He used to be one dues. of my favorite managers. He has paid his dues. I think he was at Sevilla too at some point. Yeah. He, has paid his, he has paid his dues. So um, he deserves everything he's getting and you know he got the right set of players this time. You know they are buying into his philosophy. They are playing. You know they are recognizing. He just wants them to he was the one that said football is no longer about formation these days. Yeah. It's about having smart players that recognize spaces and finding those holes that will hurt you know, the opposing team. And you know, and I think he has been spot on. It's what Pep Guardiola has been doing for years. You know, you see all these players playing multiple positions. One minute you see Bernardo Silva playing the right wing, you see him playing beside Rodri, you see him playing in the first nine, you know, in one game. So it's just about finding those spots and he has been right and you know, Napoli are reaping all the rewards this season. Uh, moving on to the Spanish. Hmm. La Liga, uh, we are let's go be about defeated Real Valladolid 3 1. Um, Almeria and Cadiz played out a 1 1 draw. Rayo Belecano and Girona battle to a 2 2 draw. Celta Vigo beat Espanyol 3 1 away. Boja Inglesias 48 Unigo saw Real Betis edge Mallorca 1 0 at home. Real Sociedad beat Elche 2 0 at home. While second half goals for Munel Haddadi and Enes Onao saw Hetafe beat Sevilla 2 0 at home. At, at the Wanda Metropolitano and goals from Antoine Griezmann, Yannick Carrasco and Thomas Lemar. Uh, saw Atletico Madrid East to a comfortable um, 3-0 win over Valencia. Samuel Chicoese and Luis Morales brace helped Villarreal to a 3-0 win at Osasuna. While in the El Clasico, Ronald Araujo home goal was cancelled by Sergi Roberto and Frank Kessius at 92, 92nd minute winner as log leaders Barcelona came from behind to edge the Federated Champions Real Madrid 2-1 at the Camp Nou. Uh, it has to be about the El Clasico. And um, what an El Clasico it was! Uh, it was a back and forth game. Uh, but then, you know, before the game, if you look at the form of Barcelona going into the game and everything they've done in the La Liga this season, you actually see them as favourite to at least win or draw that game. And eventually, they got that late winner. Your take on the game: fair result, or you feel Madrid should have gotten at least a draw? Well, for me, I think uh, in that game, uh, I saw it. Uh, the first half, Paka uh, was just all over there. I think the only time uh, Real Madrid was just doing it just to get a counter and see what he can do with Vinicius Junior and then Benzema was rising for me. Uh, Barcelona did what they did and uh, it really worked for them yesterday. Uh, even though uh, Real Madrid got a goal, uh, probably the winning goal, but at least it was called offside and everything. So at the end of the day, I think for me, uh, where they start for Barcelona and uh, disappointing for, for Real Madrid, just like we talk about Bayern Munich, those two clubs are not doing well in the league, but we, stop, we know what they're doing in the Champions League. I think. Uh, for me, I think those guys, those teams, I think they should do well in the league because so far, I think uh, Barcelona uh, getting the league this season probably is a 50-50 right now. Let's see how it goes. 
Barcelona got to the league 50 50. Do you know what you're I'm, saying? I'm talking about Real Madrid. Oh, sorry. okay, Real Madrid. Real Madrid 50 50 at this point, please. We, we, help see, me. Barcelona, we still have like almost 10 games right now. <laughs> and uh, we know Barcelona, fine. It's, people might say, come here, but probably uh, it's, it's, it's over for, for Real Madrid. But anything can just happen. This is football compared to the other leagues. That's more, please help me respond to you. I don't think she'll know what he's talking about. I don't know how to respond to you. You have to respond to me because if I respond to you, I will mistalk. I will mistalk. I mean, we are talking about uh, a personal side, you know, that that has no compatible in the league this season. See, we are not talking about the Barcelona that Manchester United knocked out of for the Europa League. That is the Barcelona he's looking at. No, that's the Barcelona you are looking at. We are talking about a Barcelona that their defense line has remained very solid this season. Impenetrable this season. They've been beating everybody. You it. I mean, with it. You know, I mean, and uh, we are talking about a person side that have totally dominated the La Liga. The La Liga. I mean, this they dominated season. even Real Madrid this season. So, oh, anyway, they did I, mean, I think, as I mean, right now, the league is hundred percent. Even before that match, if Real Madrid has won that match yesterday, the league would have seen the Barcelona so so I don't see how Real Madrid or anybody is going to come from this dominance of Real Madrid and yesterday's game you know it was uh, an interesting and entertaining game and uh, like Sheon said uh, Barcelona dominated the first half but in the second half you know it became a back and forth game and uh, I think for me uh, I mean uh, Vinicius Junior and the other guys you know they were not serious was, especially in the yeah, second yeah, half it, 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 it is Alexander Arnold to face now uh, so no I, I mean it was actually having those faces against Araujo I mean he had a good day against Araujo but then I think uh, his final I mean, his final, final ball and uh, his decision making was just Awful yesterday. It was uh, Vinicius Junior uh, three years ago. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it seems like Real Madrid were not serious. Perhaps they were thinking that front. you know they were the one that I mean that I mean they were the one that was leading the table prior to the game and all of that. And uh, you know it was just uh, a portion. And uh, you know when we all thought the game was, well, I mean was going, to, going to end in a draw. You know Frank Kessie, You know who we all thought would leave the club in January. You know he came. Uh, I mean he came up with that. Bangingo and uh, they got their three points. Congratulations to I mean to Barcelona for winning. I mean for taking the Spanish La Liga from Real Madrid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have congratulated them already. That for you. Anyways, in the English Premier League, you know Dennis opener was cancelled by Alexander Isak's novel. As Newcastle United came from behind to head Nottingham Forest 2-1 away. Aston Villa East passed Bournemouth 3-0 and Villa Park. Uh, Brentford and Leicester City shared the spoils in a 1-1 draw. Uh, Leeds United beat nine man who was 4-2 away at the Molyneux, while Southampton came from 3-1 down to hold Tottenham to a 3-3 draw at the St. Mary Stadium. At Stanford Bridge, while Phoenix and Kai Havertz goals were cancelled by Abdullah Dokure and Ellis Sims goals as Everton twice came from behind to hold Chelsea to a 2-2 draw, while log leaders Arsenal East passed them. Manager Alex Crystal Palace 4-1 at the Emirates Stadium thanks to Gabriel Martinelli, Granit Xhaka and of course Starboy. Bukayo Saka's double. Uh, Bukayo Saka had um, 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 he had um, Desmond comparing him with um, Karishilia and he just got angry and said, uh, although he did do it on Thursday, he now did it on, on Sunday. Anyways, we are where we are. Um, let's start from Newcastle. Um, after plenty, plenty draws. disappointing draws mm-hmm. and defeat, losing at the Galway Cup, you know, they got back to winning ways with that last minute winner. Dennis Go, lovely goal, though. Lovely, lovely goal. Single, yeah. But then Newcastle still see them in the top four this season oh yeah i mean if you look at the way uh tottenham and man united are wobbling you know for that uh i <laughs> mean, don't talk united into this probably <laughs> <start cutting> into <laughs> it. 
Let him finish now. You will respond to him when he finish. Don't worry. So if you look at the way, the fact remains that Manchester United has not cemented that you know their place on that third place for a team that we all thought you know we're going to be uh i mean in a title race race with man city and and arsenal for now to i mean for you now to now be looking over uh, your shoulders over your shoulder for a champions league qualification you've been wobbling see don't let that car i mean uh carabao cup victory you know there's a name they call it these days i don't know there's a name they call it <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, I just think that uh, I, I mean, we know that Newcastle have been sorry this season. You know, they don't give goals out like that, and that if they are able to, I mean, to get back, you know, to the kind of position they were before the World Cup break, you know, uh, I see them, you know, perhaps all taking over from uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Mm. Anyways, um, talk speaking about Tottenham, away at Southampton, at Southampton, you know, okay, you want to respond? Sorry, respond. Sorry, you can respond to him now. Sorry, no vex. Well, I think. Uh, I would, are you? You are not wobbly. No, I would, I would disagree with that. Okay. I would disagree with that. The reason why I would disagree is because in comparing Man United with Tottenham, both of them. So I, think I did not compare. He said, he said United you and Tottenham were wobbling. That mm. is why. That is how you. And I said mm. no. United is different from Tottenham so far. Put it that way. So Tottenham is wobbling. Is that the point you want to make? So far this season, United is far better than Tottenham. Okay. Sealed it. Okay. So I think for me, Tottenham, uh, we know them just just like I think. Let's talk about uh, Newcastle. Get into the top four. Uh, Newcastle, like uh, we know their result we've gotten so far from the past four or five games now, I don't believe there. Probably now this will be a boost for them going forward and let's see how it goes. I see them at least getting the top four so far. Probably struggling with Tottenham in that fourth position. And again, Liverpool is tough, is not far behind from those uh, those guys. So I think for me, uh it's still kind of Newcastle, us to uh, Tottenham and Liverpool so far in that fourth place. Like Desmond said, the top position is not really uh, cemented for United. I will agree to that because those guys coming behind as well, they're not smiling. So I think United need to do better. But with Agree with him saying United is wrongly. So I think for okay, me, it is that one. Let's, let's, move, let's move forward. We agree. United <laughs> defender. Ah, the passionate is back. Now, what? Uh, speaking about Tottenham, um, away at um, St. Mary Stadium, 3 1 lead was comfortable and they just, you know, serial butlers that we know them to be. And lately, I don't know, Conte has been saying a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think this seems to be in a Tottenham at the end of the season? But then your take on Tottenham, you know, dropping points and Southampton. So far for 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 Conte, uh, Tottenham, uh, if he continue like this, if I probably may just put it this way for him, like if he doesn't get the top four so far this season, he might just be out of Tottenham. I say it that way. He might just be out. He might just be out because I, so I think he should, he should because looking at those guys behind him, Liverpool and other teams as well, because the points he was leading them, and right now the gap between Liverpool and Tottenham now, I think it's just few points. So I think for me, he should get that top four position if he wants to still continue with that uh, with Tottenham next season. There's no way he's going to continue with Tottenham next season. Getting top four or not, winning a trophy or not. He said, I mean, he said, he said a lot. I, I, I mean, a, a whole lot, lot has been said between Conte and Tottenham this season. And uh, before now, we know that at the end of the season, you know, they are going to cut mm. the ties. Uh, but then the situation now is that they might even cut the ties before. before uh, the before the, the end of the season, it is a Tottenham. I mean, it is a Tottenham team. But if they are smart enough, 
I think they should leave Antonio Conte to the until end the, the end of the season because it looks like he might just get there over the line and into I mean into a Champions League spot. But then we are talking about a team that sacked a Syrian winner in Murillo proud to a final. Maybe they don't want to know? make that mistake so, again. But I, then I've never seen I mean, I've, then, I've never seen Totti and back a manager as much as he bank Antonio Conte. All this Antonio Conte nonsense. It just shows why. In as much as I, I love the man, I love his passion and the hard work he brings into everything. But then I absolutely dis, dislike. Don't let me use the word I want to use. Dislike. He fought with the management at Juventus. He fought with the management at Chelsea. He fought with the management at Inter Milan. Now he's no. fighting them at Tottenham. You see, when these things are happening repeatedly, at the point you have to start asking yourself this question: What is wrong with me? Am I asking for too much? Am I being unreasonable? Because these are four different boards. These are four different clubs with four different structures. I have issues with all of them. So it has to be your way or no way. These top managers, how are they doing it? These are four airlines clubs. Juventus, Inter Milan, sure. Chelsea, and lately Tottenham with their one billion pound stadium. So Jerry, what are you saying? Jerry, I think this, I mean, I think this discussion should be for another day. Let's, let's, let's move on because we don't have that time, truly. We'll talk about this on Wednesday. Um, let's be speaking about um, you and looking at Chelsea. Uh, I have no words. I you know, no I have no words. And, um, you know, you're taking the lead and immediately you take the lead, they just look um, lackadaisical and non-interested and overrun. And the moment they equalize, they find their mojo back. They go forward, they get that second goal and immediately you know, they just start um, doing the same thing again. Uh, like I said, I just want to see Potter ride this season, see where we finish, get it over with, then prepare for next season. First things first, maybe they should trim the squad, maybe it will help him. Having too many players is distracting him, I don't know. But then, he has no excuse. He has no excuse. I was disappointed, you know, I, I, I was bittered and uh, I mean, and it was the manner in which we didn't take control of the game you know uh, i mean i don't understand how you would take a lead then you will withdraw and as much as we want to blame the manager you know i look at the players in this sort of situation too i mean we are talking about a team that is struggling in the league everything and we are talking about a team that has found a little form you know and confidence and having the support of the fans you know behind them and to play in that manner perhaps the way I will blame, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, why I will blame Potter is the fact that after this match, I think it is international break. Mm. So I don't know why he was removing some key Maybe players from that game to do what, to prepare them for international matches. You know, I mean, I think he got it all wrong in that aspect. But then the players also, I mean, also should be, I mean, should be holding on. You should not be struggling against. Everton at home for God's sake. And like you said also, what people are not looking at is that right now the squad at Stamford Bridge is more than 30 players. And that is a whole lot of headache for a manager. Because see, I keep saying it. If you are playing games, you will know how difficult <coughs> sorry. How difficult it is for some of these managers, you know, to manage and over I mean over bloated squad. 
too. For me, I think, uh, like Desmond said, Chelsea uh, probably uh, the manager is not really getting it right with that substitution because uh, we saw the game together and uh, yeah, I think the reason why, like you said, you have to say we saw the game together. So, what, what was your point? What was the message you are trying to pass over? I don't understand. What for me, like I think Chelsea should just <laughs> I hold just on like to the end of the season. Chelsea just hold on to the end of the season and let's, let's see what Potter can do by next season and uh, see what he can, all the talent he can bring up from those players. See your first eleven because by now I don't. See, um, I think Chelsea doesn't have a first eleven, so a lot of players are just there. So Why I think. Yeah, yeah, so I think for me next season so far, let's see how it goes for them. But my fear is where will Potter end this season with Chelsea? I will tell. All right. Um, quickly moving on to the Arsenal game. You know, opportunity to get that eight-point lead. They destroyed Crystal Palace. Um, stuff of champions. Stuff of champions. Yes, I, I mean, I saw the game and the manner in which they dispersed. Although I mean, uh, they got lucky, but then you can see that you. I mean, you make your. I mean, you make your luck because uh, Crystal Palace could have scored first, uh, but then. Arsenal were excellent in the game, you know. They were, I mean, they were awesome. You know, they showed that they are really, you know, interested in winning this league. And uh, at this rate, you know, it's, I mean, the honors force of Man City, you know, to, to put prayer on them. But eight points is actually a decent league. And for those of their fans that are still saying that it's all about top four, please come, I mean, come out now, support this, support this uh, squad. You know, with oh, everything, you know, and uh, you know, be confident that your team, you know, can do this. And uh, for Crystal Palace, I they sacked uh, Patrick, Vieira. Patrick Vieira, who has been doing a brilliant job. I know if you look at the statements that uh, Steve Paris put out there, you will realize that it was actually a difficult decision, you know, for the club to make. But then I don't know why they should have sacked that man. Uh, the they are still in uh, 12th position and that uh, who is the manager that you are going to get out there that is going to do a decent job with these young players and uh, I think for me they made uh, uh, the wrong decision but uh, like uh, Amos corrected me yesterday time will reveal to us if it is the right decision from Steve Parish or not all right um, because of our time um, we'll just talk about the FA Cup and we'll focus on the UEFA Champions League um, on um, the next show, which is on football extracts, where I know you guys have been eyeballing me. Yes, I'm sorry. I cannot stop apologizing. And you guys will continue to forgive me. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, don't worry. But I didn't forget what Balu said. I will create time, maybe on Wednesday, um, for a 30 minute um, strictly calls for 30 minutes, where you guys will just our analysis for 30 minutes. Then you guys can call in for 30 minutes. Then we'll talk about everything that's been happening. Um, in the world of sport, but then before we go, we still have small time. Let's quickly talk about the FA Cup, um, where Man City dismantled Burnley 6 0 at the Etihad Stadium thanks to Cole Palmer, Julian Alvarez, Dobu, and of course Helen Haaland hat trick. Um, Sheffield United edged and Blackburn Rovers 3 2 at Bram, Bramall Lane, Brighton Cruise past Grimsby Town 5 0 at the Amex Stadium, while at Old Trafford, Alexander Mitrovic's opener was cancelled by Marcel Sabitzer, Bruno Fernandes double. As my United came from behind to beat Fulham 3 1, uh, William and Mitrovic was sent off in that game. Let's start from the Man United game. Rightly sent off, the red cards deserved. Well deserved. And ball is like, the ball was going to the net and uh, William stopped that ball. So I think it's a red card decision. So for Mitrovic, I think he was just protesting and everything, and that is why he got recorded. So well deserved for those two guys. United deserved to qualify? 
Bovaro. Yes, before before that Bovaro. red card, before that red card, I think for me, <laughs> I, I was thinking probably United, the, the highest United can go from that game was the draw. I think those two recorded helped United. Let me just put it that way: helped United in qualifying from the next, to the next stage. So mm. I think United need to do better in their next game. Just more quickly, your take on the United game uh, against Fulham. Fulham, the red Fulham. card, everything. Uh, I think it, it was deserved. I mean, uh, you don't show, you don't show uh, the ref no for making decision even if you feel that the decision the ref has made is unjust but you are not obliged you know to make a show you know on the ref but then it shows the inconsistency in the league that we've been talking about remember some games i mean some games ago it was Bruno Fernandes who pushed, not even showed. Yeah. You know, yeah. who the linesman. I mean, a linesman and that nothing, nothing was done. Nothing was done. Exactly. I, I, I mean, so I mean, you can I mean, you can realize the insight. Uh, I, I mean, why uh, Mitrovic had to do that, and I mean, I mean, the reaction of their manager also. But then they are role models and they should be doing better. But overall, United did not deserve it until the red card. Fulham were all over you. And that is what I said. Uh, oh, not only say it. You were helped by, cap, I mean, by the capitulation of Fulamanda. You know, they high in the semi-final now. <laughs> they will be meeting Brighton, uh, and we will see what happens. Uh, uh, speaking about the semi-final, of course, Varsity should Burnley was boss. He might be topping the championship, but this is the who will destroy you when you come to the Premier League next season. Sheffield United did the same to Blackburn, uh, Blackburn Rovers, two champions, but Sheffield United showed the experience. And Brighton sent Grimsley back to their town. And uh, But then, the semi-final, where Brighton play Man United and Man City play Sheffield. Um, quickly, de- de- quickly describe it. Um, Brighton, Man United, Man City, Sheffield. Uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, Man City are... Uh, in, in the, the final. final already, but then we know the history of the FA Cup, you know, where giant killers, you know, always, uh, I, I mean, the, I mean, I mean, the giant killers in the FA Cup. So, Man City should watch it, but then I, I'll be tipping them to be in the final. And for Man U and uh, Brighton. Brighton, we've seen Brighton this season, excellent footballers, you know, uh, the Zavi also has been excellent, and I think it's going to be an epic battle. I think I'll be tipping. If you are looking for uh, a Manchester Derby final, I don't think it's going to happen. Brighton, you know, are actually looking to be in the final. Sure. Well, I disagree with this one. I see Manchester Derby in the final. The entire week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the UEFA Champions League quarterfinal. We see Benfica face Inter Milan, AC Milan battle, Napoli, Real Madrid play Chelsea, Bayern City go ahead to end. Bayern Munich, Europa League. Last eight, we see final host Roma, Bayer Leverkusen, welcome Unions and Galloway to the Bay Arena. Juventus will spot in Lisbon at the Alaya Stadium. While Man United battle Sevilla, Old Trafford, and in the Europa Conference League quarterfinal, it's Kent versus West Ham, Anderlecht versus Ajax, Alkmaar, Basel versus Nice, while Fiorentina travel to Polish side, Lech Poznan. Um, like I said earlier, on Wednesday, don't worry, we'll talk about that one properly and we'll take calls from you guys. We'll talk about everything that happened this weekend as well. Um, Shion, your final take. Desmond, your final take. Let's leave this place. Uh, well, I think for me, uh, as we go into the international break now, uh, let's see how it goes for Nigeria. We're going to play two uh, matches back to back now. Yeah, we're visiting Victoria Guinea. Uh, saw the full squad last week, and uh, let's see how it goes. Let's see how uh, Gennaro can just manage this play and get yeah, his okay. no, um, Becero. Becero, sorry, can just uh, get his, his uh, first eleven out of those players. Okay, Desmond. Uh, for me, uh, it has come and gone. The election. And we've come back to realities. Mm. I just want to ask our people all the things that you've done, all the things that you've said in the last few weeks. I hope you are proud of it. 
I hope that the embers of discord that you've been finding this for the sport, last few years. This is a sports show. You know, sir. I hope you are proud of it. This is a sports show. This is a, this is not where you can pay for your what, future office. What, this what is a sports show. I, I, I did not pay. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Let me quickly run through these messages here, then I'll leave this place. Mr. T from Akure says, uh, "United and Chelsea fans squabbling always. Music to my ears. On Conte, you should do the job or quit. EP of it, humble enemy, any manager, um, daddy." Come on, you gunners. You know I can't say what you typed there. Um, anyone comparing United with Spurs um, only shows the level of mediocre <laughs> mediocrity. Uh, United is involved in uh, more matches than Spurs. And from the beginning of the season, and no one can think United will roll up some performance they have so far. United will come back strongly after the international break. Olu for Makure. See, one thing United fans are complaining, and even Arsenal fans. I don't think United fans are complaining about it. I think it's Arsenal fans. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Don't let me talk. This number of matches you are talking about, stop talking about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If you want to be consistent at the top, constantly finishing in the top four in the Premier League, these are the things you have to deal with. If you know you want to complain about the number of matches, please leave top four people that have been playing it and not complaining. Chelsea dealt with it throughout last season. Played the World Club Cup, dealt with COVID, didn't get their match postponed, and you, you didn't, almost sold their club and everything. We did not hear anything, no. I don't want to hear this number of matches thing. Arsenal fans were throwing that, that is fatigue when they lost to Sporting, when they crashed out of the Europa League. And now, my, if I hear people, we'll continue on Wednesday. Thank you for <laughs> That's all we can take today on the show. Thanks to Sheo, thanks to Desmond for coming through. Um, a massive thank you to the callers and listeners for participating on the show as well. Like I said, Football Extract is on Wednesday, 5 p.m. So please try and make it with I promise you it's going to be fun. Also, do not forget that Talk Football Talk Sports on Mondays is now 11 a.m. and on Fridays by 4 p.m. We are still located at Empire Building number one. He fed Jola Arolo Street at the MBJ Philip Station, no Shokotile out adjacent to Lufo Makure on those states. So kindly patronize us by advertising, sponsoring, or promoting your goods and services with us here at Empire Radio, where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but the very best service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. This is Jerry Foma, the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out.